Sell the transformation. That's what you really need to do on a sales call. You got to sell the transformation because people really want that end goal. They want that end result. They want to picture what their life's going to look like after they're done working with you. No, 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 no. You need to sell pain points. You got to push into the pain that they're feeling right now on a sales call. That's the thing that's going to make them want to buy from you because they're struggling so much with where they are. They want to get out of the pain. And that's the thing that's really going to prompt them to buy from you. Okay. Are you confused? Do you sell transformation? Do you sell the pain? What is the deal during a sales conversation that's going to get your potential client to want to buy from you? Let me tell you, it's not the transformation. It's not the pain points. Believe me, I have seen it. I have heard it. I have had coaches who have preached both of those things. But those two things are really not the main thing that your buyer needs and wants to know to make that decision to say yes to work with you. We are going to be talking about those three main things that your buyer needs to know from you during your sales conversation for them to say yes to your offer. That's what this episode's all about today. Welcome to the Next Level Sales Podcast, the podcast where sales, spirituality, and business come together so that you build your dream business, accomplish big goals, and make the world a better place, one conversation and one client at a time. I'm your host, Jesse Quinby Hearns, and after 20 years of having thousands of sales conversations and coaching hundreds of business professionals to multi-six-figure incomes, I am a firm believer that if you identify with being a kind-hearted individual who has big goals for yourself, yet you don't identify with being a salesperson, it is absolutely possible for you to build that thriving high-ticket coaching business while still being completely in alignment with your values and your authenticity. It is absolutely possible to bridge the gap between selling and creating your joyful, abundant dream life. So I'm here to inspire you, motivate you, and share stories to show you how all this is possible. It is a wonderful journey, my friend, and I am so glad to have you here with me. With that, let's get to today's episode. When I was working and selling in the corporate world, I worked for a company that really espoused pushing into the pain points as part of their sales process. In the sales training, they really focused heavily on digging into someone's discomfort, where they were struggling, what pain points they were currently facing that had them thinking about making a change in their life. Now, this is certainly something that works. It can prompt people to make a decision to buy, but it's a really uncomfortable way to have a sales conversation. The goal here, I think, as part of the sales conversation was whether the person really recognized that this was creating such a problem in their life, that it was uh, the ripple effect of the their current circumstance was really created even a bigger pain in their life, right? So um, if, even if they didn't make a decision to buy in that moment, they would go home and they'd think about it. And they would be thinking about a conversation they had that was filled with discomfort, with pain, with, oh gosh, I really need to make a change now to get myself away from that. That is 
the purpose of focusing on the pain points during a sales conversation. Does it work? Yeah, it can work. Is it the most fun conversation to have? No. It is important to understand where your client's at, right? You want to know what they're struggling with so that you can have an understanding of what they're trying to achieve. However, think about it. When you push into pain points, if that's your sales tactic, if that's your strategy for getting someone to buy, think about some of the businesses out there that deal with really more sensitive clients, more sensitive issues. I have clients, one client in particular uh, comes to mind. She deals with caregivers of people with dementia. Do you want to push into the pain points of a caregiver who's working with a loved one who has dementia in your sales process? No, that is kind of cruel and unkind (laughs) to say the least. You don't want that person to be living in their pain. They're clearly living in their pain now. So pushing into pain points in this circumstance would be really inappropriate and very difficult and really cruel, in my opinion, to take a sales conversation that way. Um, I have relationship coaches. If someone's in the middle of a divorce, has been dealing with a very difficult relationship situation, do you want to push into pain points to have a sales conversation with that person? You know, you're having them relive some very difficult moments if this is the path that you choose. So I feel like pushing into pain points, while it's good to understand where someone's at, Pushing into pain points, in my opinion, is kind of a tactic that is a sales tactic, right? It's, it's, it's us as business owners trying to take advantage or push into a situation to create additional pain that prompts someone to make a change. As a heart-centered sales leader, this is not exactly how I feel like sales conversations best unfold. So the opposite of that is sell the transformation. Now, this is a whole lot more fun. This is the vision of where people want to go, right? And I believe that if most people are struggling with something, if they are at a point where they're trying to look for assistance and help to make a change in their life, they really already have a vision of what they want as an end result. They have that vision. That's their hope. That's their dream. That's where they want to get to. That's their goal. And so, yeah, selling the transformation is a really fun thing to do. And if you think about that, it definitely needs to be part of the sales conversation. But is selling the transformation in and of itself the thing that's going to get someone to say yes to your offer? No, no, that's not really all that the buyer is looking for. Pushing into pain points And selling the transformation, though talked about widely in the online coaching space, incorporating these things as your focus for the sales conversation, neither one of these things are what you need to focus on as a means of having a sales conversation that moves someone to saying yes to working with you. So what is it that we need to be talking about as business owners to have a buyer want to work with us. What is it that the buyer wants to understand if it's not selling the transformation and if it's not selling the pain points, pushing towards the pain points? All right, so I'm going to ask you to press pause for just a moment and think about it. When we're talking about selling the transformation or we talk about pushing on the pain points, 
Those are sales tactics. Those are perspectives and focuses that are all about getting to the sale. That's the end goal, how to manipulate, how to manage the conversation in such a way, working and pushing on buyers' emotions to get them to buy. That's what those two sales tactics focus on. But I'm going to urge you to look at this conversation in a more powerful way. And that is to look at things, to look at the conversation from the buyer's perspective. Stand in their shoes. What is important to them? What is it that they really need to know to feel comfortable before they actually buy from you? We're taking things and shifting it and not looking at it from our perspective on what we need to do to get them to buy. But we're thinking about it from the buyer's perspective and what is it that they need to know that would make them comfortable wanting to buy and to work with us. Okay, can you see the difference here? These are the things that we need to be considering as we enter into a sales conversation with our potential clients. These three things are big, got to have a check mark by them before someone will say yes with you. It's not the transformation. It's not the pain points. It's these three things that you've got to get a yes to. You've got to get across to them. You've got to have a conversation about and have them understanding and so to speak, buying into before they will say yes to you. So number one is, do I resonate with you? So from the buyer's perspective, they're thinking, do I resonate with this person, right? This is a this is a word that's thrown around out there a lot, but it's super important. If you don't resonate with a person that you are looking to work with, it's not going to be as successful of a journey through the coaching experience as ultimately you would want, right? This is really the know, like, and trust factor. Everybody talks about the know, like, and trust factor, but you got to really understand what that means. This is about you feeling good about the potential client, them feeling good about you. Do you trust each other? Do you like each other? Do you resonate with each other? Do you feel like this could grow into a good, mutually beneficial, long-term relationship? That's number one, super important. You have to have a know, like, and trust factor for anyone to move forward. Just think about it. Will you buy a significant purchase from someone that you do not trust, that you do not like? The odds of that are very, very low. I experienced this in the sales world myself. There were people that were out there wanting to make a purchase, yet if they did not trust the person that they had initially met with, they would be reaching out to the company trying to switch and work with another person, still wanting to make a purchase, but if they didn't trust who they were working with, that purchase would not happen. Sales would be lost. So the no like trust factor is huge. And you've got to cover that. You've got to build that. That's got to be part of the sales conversation before you will ever get a yes, I want to work with you from that client. Number two is, can you get me the resolution that I want? So again, from the buyer's perspective, they are thinking in their mind, can this person actually get me to the end goal? This is about your knowledge, your experience to help them. Are you conveying that? Do you, do you project that air of experience, authority, understanding? This can be woven into a sales conversation so many different ways. 
But again, this is not about transformation. This is not about pain points. This is practical, can you help me achieve the goal that I want to achieve? That's number two. Number three is what is this journey going to look like? Is it going to be a long, difficult road? Is it going to be complicated? Or can this person make it simple? Will I get quick wins? What is the journey going to look like? This is super critical. So for someone to want to move forward with you, they have to have a very good picture of what this journey is going to look like. Most people don't want to move forward if the the picture looks overly complicated, they feel overwhelmed, they don't really understand what the path is going to look like, they don't have a good sense of the steps along the way, they're not clear on the wins that they're going to be accomplishing. So confusion, overwhelm, complication is going to bring up a no for the potential client. We bring huge value to the equation when we can show them that we can make the path easy, that they will start achieving wins quickly, going to the previous point that we are knowledgeable and experienced in helping people get to that end goal. So yes, it it brings the transformation into the equation here. We talk a little bit about that, but this is really more about the path. This is the path. What will the path and the journey look like for that buyer? People want and value things that are quick, easy to accomplish, keeps them free of struggle. Maybe it saves them money because it's not taking as much time. People like condensed time. That's why they pay for assistance, right? But if we don't present that in a way that's clear and that our clients understand it, it will be a big no. So the three things to recap really, really quickly is no like and trust factor, Do I resonate with you? Can I get to the resolution that I want? Can I reach my end goal with this person? Do they have the experience and the knowledge that will help get me there? And then what's the journey going to look like? If you can't get clarity during a sales conversation on those three things, you're likely to get a no from this person. Why is that? Because the sales process is really the start of a long-term relationship, hopefully, right? You want to make sure it's a good match for both of you. It's not just a sale. If you start projecting that this is all just about a sale, you're going to lose this person. You want to be sure that you're meeting their expectations on what they're looking to achieve and what journey they want, as well as you setting your own expectation so that the client knows what they're buying. Missing any of these pieces creates a really bad customer experience. So if someone buys and they don't understand the process, if they have bad expectations on what they're getting, This generally means a really dissatisfied customer and they're not going to achieve the results that they want or that you want. And that's bad for everybody involved. Now, there's no doubt that a powerful sales conversation blends emotion and logic. The pain points and the desired transformation are parts of the conversation. Absolutely, for sure. You need to know that to make sure that you're a good match for helping the client move from where they are right now to the transformation that they want. But really, it's just parts of the conversation for you to understand where they're at now and where they want to go. But pressing into the pain points or focusing on the transformation, those are not the reasons why someone's going to choose to work with you. Having a sales conversation focused on those things will not get you to a yes. 
You see, my experience is the best sales conversation is one where you as the business owner lead the conversation in such a natural and comfortable and authentic way that the client doesn't really feel like they're being led. You have a path, a plan, things that you know you need to understand from them to see if they are a good match for what you're offering. And you need to share back with them what it is that you do, how you help people. And you weave in that emotion. You weave in understanding where they're at. You weave in where they want to get to, into that conversation. It makes for a beautiful, natural, powerful, empathetic conversation that is two human beings starting a long-term relationship with each other seeing if this is going to be a good match for working together for the long term. That's how you build a wonderful, powerful, very motivated customer to saying yes conversation. And why is that? Because that's a wonderful experience for your customer. It's not that they're being sold to. It's not that there's sales tactics being used to play up their emotions. It's actually just a really nice human conversation to see if you can help each other. And if you aren't aware, this is a really important statistic for you to know. This is from a study that was done in June of 2022, so very recent. And it is that 96% of customers reveal that their customer experience with a business is their prime motivator when choosing a company to buy from. 96% of customers, when they have a great customer experience, that is the reason why they choose that company to buy from. And it's not only that. But when customers have a great customer experience, 86% of buyers will pay more for a great customer experience. So as a high-ticket coach, we should be about delivering quality experiences, quality end results for our clients. So this statistic plays entirely into what we do as business owners, as entrepreneurs, as high-ticket coaches, because as a high-ticket coach, you're going to be delivering a quality experience. You want to give your clients, when you first meet them, a quality sales conversation, a mutually enjoyable, respectful, meeting of the minds sales conversation, not a conversation that's pushing into pain points or solely focused on transformations. So what creates a great customer experience on a sales call? No manipulation, no icky sales tactics, no pushing someone to buy something that they really don't want or doesn't really solve their needs. People pick up on that fast, but don't want to be sold to. Yet when you have a mutually respectful and powerful conversation, the client really feels heard. I can't tell you how many times I hear that from people with regard to the sales conversations I have. People want to feel heard. People are craving being heard because it just doesn't happen much these days. They do not want to be sold to. They want to be treated like a real human being on the other side of a conversation, not just a sales number. It's really pretty simple. That's what the sales conversation should be, a real human conversation. And we forget that often because we're trying to get to a sale. So for your next sales conversation, I hope this sticks in the back of your mind a little bit that, yes, weave in understanding their pain points, weave in understanding what transformation they want, 
but you've really got to make sure that you resonate with them, they resonate with you, that you've checked the box on the know, like, and trust factor. You want to be sure that you actually can get them the resolution that they want, that you're a good match, and that they understand that you are a person that can take them to that end goal that they're looking for, that you do have the knowledge, that you have the experience to get them there. And third, you want to be sure that they understand what the journey is going to look like, how you can streamline it, how you can hold their hand, how you can be their cheerleader, how you can condense the time that it's going to take for them to get to that end goal, how you can reduce the frustration and the struggle that they might have experienced previously. Those are the three things that really, first and foremost, get the customer to thinking, yes, I really want to work with this person. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Now, before you go, if this episode resonated with you, I would absolutely love it if you would follow the podcast and leave a review so that we can reach more entrepreneurs just like you who are eager to start selling and fueling their dream business without feeling all those things around sales. And if you'd like a behind the scenes view of my life, hop on over to Instagram.com and follow me at Jessie Q Sales Coaching. Be sure to say hi and let me know you found my podcast. I'd love to hear from you. Have a great week, my friend. I will see you soon.